0: Stop giving them energy, bestie. I know you're giving them energy. You're talking to them. You're defending yourself. You're texting them. This is how you did me wrong. Bestie. They know how they did you wrong, okay? Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about being spoiled girlies, female friendships, dealing with mean girls and their jealousy, and how you should stop giving your energy to people who don't deserve it. But first, what is a spoiled girly? There's really no one archetype of a spoiled girly, but here's the core characteristics. A spoiled girly is someone who lives by the motto, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. She leans into her femininity because she knows that her power lies in her being a woman instead of contorting herself to fit a man's ideal of success. She is heavy on receiving princess treatment, and in turn, she is a servant to those around her. She recognizes the value of her presence and is very selective with who she allows to access her. Most of all, she moves with discernment to create the best aligned life for herself. And that's on period. From that description, a spoiled girlie seems like a cool person, like I want to be friends with her, but then again, I'm also a spoiled girlie. But tell me why a lot of people, especially other women, love to hate on spoiled girlies. We don't really talk about this much because a lot of us, we just move past the drama. We are like very drama averse and we just move past it and we never really get down to the root cause of why new acquaintances or friends turn on us for no reason. And because we're drama-free girlies, we just kind of brush it off. I mean, it's very hurtful when it happens, but we just move on. Like there's no reason to create drama and beg for people's friendships or forgiveness for something you never did for an offense that they made up in their minds like you're just embodying you you're embodying the best version of you your light your joy and for people to be turned off by that it just means that your joy your light is contrasting their darkness so just keep that in mind i came across this tiktok like a carousel kind of swipe thing behind every confident woman is a mom telling her they're just jealous. And I think we all know that to a level and it sucks when you realize that even your closest friends can be your biggest haters because they're the ones who have a lot of information on you and it just sucks. But as spoiled girlies, there's a lot to be jealous of about us. I'm gonna say it now yeah there is because we're the ones who are unapologetic about ourselves what we desire what we believe in and it's not like we're obnoxious we're like trying to push it down people's throats we're just trying to create our community and to create a true community that supports you you cannot be censoring the most important parts of yourself at some level we're all self-censoring i mean even to ourselves we censor our own thoughts believe it or not but there's just a level that you just cannot censor like i cannot pretend that i don't feel bad for you when you are lowering your standards just so you can say you have a boyfriend. I cannot pretend that it doesn't hurt my heart. At some level, we cannot censor ourselves, and spoiled girlies just do not censor ourselves in that way. And we learned in a past class that the way to attract the people who will populate your dream life is to be unapologetic about your beliefs, unapologetic about the way you want to live your life, so that you can attract the people who believe in the same things as you, who engage in similar activities as you in similar places because they are the ones who are going to be part of your future. And this works too in repelling the people who are against that type of life, who do not resonate with that. So why would you want to attract anyone and everyone when you could be optimizing your marketing and positioning to attract the people who will make your dream life a reality? Because to attract our dream lives, to manifest our dream lives. Our destiny is brought by people. So to attract your destiny, you need to attract people. Okay, so watch that class if you missed it. Anyway, so a lot of us spoiled girlies have experienced this when we walk into our room and we see people visibly ruffled by our presence. Like you haven't even spoken a word and they already don't like you just by looking at you. And best believe like they look you up and down like that. That's happened to me so many times and I just, I'm not about it, I'm not about that life and I have gotten so good at clocking these micro-expressions because it's happened to me so many times and it has become a tell, okay? 99.9999% accuracy whenever I walk into a room and people get really uneasy you try to introduce yourself and they're like, eh You haven't even spoken a word and they already don't like you just by looking at you. That's a sign that they're going to be haters, okay? That is a sign. So clock that micro expression and move on and go find your people. Go engage with your people. Don't take that as a sign that you need to bend over backwards to please these people. Like, they're not part of your dream life, so why even bother? And I've always believed that when you are a ray of sunshine, you embody your light, you expose the darkness in people. There's this quote by Jordan Peterson in his book, The 12 Rules for Life, beauty shames the ugly, strength shames the weak, death shames the living, and the ideal shames us all. And so, by embodying your light, you are inadvertently shaming their darkness. And one of the most beautiful things about being a spoiled girly is having the permission, the space to embody your light. You allow yourself to be vulnerable, to trust others, to depend on others. You are open with those you trust. You are generous. You are a servant. You rest. You make time for what's important. You pursue self-actualization because you're no longer in survival mode. You are living your dream and by doing so, you step into the embodiment of your light. And a lot lot of people who are still embodying their darkness feel absolutely exposed by your light. And their darkness, their shame, it's not your responsibility. But even so, these people who feel shamed by your light, they want to make it your responsibility. And so they try to make you feel small. They try to make you feel the shame that they are feeling inside of themselves. They try to pull you into their darkness. And this is why we have the Spoiled girly Support Group. Because I can guarantee you that 99999 percent of the women here Experienced what I just described. A lot of us have experienced this, just this negative vibe around people embodying their happy, people embodying their light. Why is it that we should be unhappy? Why are we glorifying being unwell? I want to be well. I want to be happy. And is it so bad to say that that's what I want? Is it so bad to say that we are doing these things so that we can find fulfillment? Is it so bad to say that certain life decisions are objective? objectively better for ourselves. Not necessarily for everyone else, but just for ourselves. If you embody being a spoiled girly, embodying your light, there is no one manifesto for how a spoiled girly must think and act and exist, but if your goal in life is to embody your light, welcome to the Spoiled girly support group. And that's why this is called the support group, because we're just here to support each other. I really love it when I see the girlies kind of support each other in the comments, like I think that's so cute and that's the energy we need to bring because that's the only energy allowed, tbh. And this community just feels so cozy. Like, I don't know, I feel like that's the vibe, because spoiled girlies are the few. Spoiled girlies, we refuse to play slave to the patriarchy. We get called gold diggers by men who want to take advantage of us, and women who lick the boots of Schrodinger patriarchs. Wait, 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 wait. Is Schrodinger patriarch like our new below bare minimum effort men? Okay. I think so. You know what? Maybe we have two terms now. So, if you don't know what a Schrodinger patriarch is, watch that video. It's basically men who want to be patriarchs without embodying the true characteristics of a good patriarch. So, they're like Schrodinger patriarchs, like they're a patriarch, but not really. So, yeah. Watch that video. Back to the topic, we just need our own space to shelter us from these people who don't align with what we want in life. And it's just so funny that people come into our spaces and then inject their philosophy in it. Like the whole internet is your support group. Why can't we just have our own little support group? for ourselves. And it's just so funny to me because you don't see that happen in men's spaces, like women going in there to like inject female philosophy in there, that doesn't happen. It only happens to women's spaces and uh, I think that's super interesting because hmm, I wonder why. So yeah, I'm just, I'm done with people invading our spaces and I think we have done a good job of creating this little cozy community and I'm really proud to be a part of it. There's just no mainstream space for us women who have transcended whatever wave of progress we are on, and I feel like everyone's just playing catch up to us. And this is really what happens, like people always think that like things start from these institutions, academia, mainstream media, but a lot of things happen with people, regular regular people regular degular spoiled girlies like we are starting this thing and uh, i can't capture it but we are all capturing it together we're just gonna do our own thing and make our own little community because this is working for me right now and it's working for a lot of women around me and it's working for a lot of women in the comments it's working for a lot of the women reaching out to me telling me that this is it and it's not like I created this, okay, it's not that. These women reaching out to me, they created it in their own lives and whatever we're making here, it's just resonating. So, I'm so happy. I feel like we are all aligned with each other and we're making all these realizations separately and we're just connecting after those realizations and I feel like that's cool. This group is so special because for the first time we are legitimizing and giving language to all of these feelings that we have been feeling for a long time but feel policed to the point that we are even censoring ourselves from thinking these non-conforming thoughts for refusing to give in to being taken advantage of in patriarchal and capitalist systems and not in the way that we want to dismantle them which seems like a very hefty and arduous and long-term task and we're just not about that we're going to profit from the systems that already are this is special and i'm really here for it well i am here for it i'm showing up Come on, bestie, show up. Bestie, wake up. Back to the main topic, which is feeling like you're being ostracized for being a spoiled girly and finding it difficult to make connections out in the real world. If you're experiencing losing friendships or finding it difficult to create new friendships, listen to this. You're not gonna like this advice at first, but it really works and I need you to trust me on this one you need to be unapologetically embodying your spoiled girly self, whatever that looks like to you. Be unapologetically you. And not in the ways that is unproductively anti-establishment, but more in the ways that you just want to cater your life experience to something that is conducive to your spoiled girly lifestyle. So it takes a lot of strategic thinking, like you're not just going to be anti-establishment for no reason. Everything has a purpose. And at the end of the day, it's for your profit. So whatever you do, it has to be for your own benefit. By being unapologetically you, you don't need to censor yourself to fit whoever you run into. You know in yourself who you are and you're going to project that out into the world. You're going to embody your joy, your light, your happiness, and you're going to attract the people who fit that vibe. Doing so repels people who do not embody those things because you don't really want them in your life anyway. The goal is to attract your people so keep embodying your light your joy your happiness because the people who are attracted to that those are the people you want in your life stop keeping yourself small and being self-deprecating so that other people will not feel ruffled by your presence because them being turned off by confidence them being turned off by your light and your joy and your put togetherness they're insecure people and their insecurity is not your problem and here's the thing as a spoiled girly I know you have a lot of compassion you want to help people you want to be a servant to everyone and i totally get that but bestie you need to be for real Okay, A lot of people don't deserve you, that's just the truth. You are not a participation trophy friend, so why are you acting like a participation trophy? You are the prize. You are going to be friends with the best of friends because you are the best of friends. You are the top tier level of friend because you put in a lot of effort into your friendships. So why would you be friends with someone who is not like that? They can be acquaintances. like. You can be acquaintances with a lot of people, but a friend is such a strong label. And I think a lot of us just call people our friends for no reason, like I get it. Like you just want to call them a friend to be nice, but in your head, they're not your friend. They're just acquaintances. They just so happen to know you more than any other stranger on the street, okay? But a lot of these people are not your friends. So stop treating them like friends. And, okay, here's the thing. Stop going into friendships with the I can fix them energy, okay? We're not doing that, you can't fix them and it's not your job to fix them. I know it can be hard to give female friendships a chance, especially if you've been burned by women in the past, but female friendships are a whole different level of closeness and apparently can make you
1: live longer. To the women that want to live happy, healthy, prosperous lives, you have to internalize this quote. It's from the head of the psychiatry department at Stanford. And let me read it out to you guys. One of the best things that a man could do for his health is to be married to a woman. Whereas for a woman, one of the best things she could do for her health was to nurture her relationships with her female friends. You're probably thinking, sure, it's nice to have a catch up with your friends, but how does this actually affect my health? Let me explain. So everyone knows that when we're stressed out, we go into the fight or flight mode. And that essentially is mediated by a hormone called cortisol. So your cortisol is high, but for women, it goes a step further. In women, we also see that oxytocin is released as part of this stress response. And what that encourages us to do is something called tending and befriending. So it's the tendon befriend theory, i.e. we tend to the young if we have children and we seek friendship in other women. What we then see happen is that in this tending and befriending, the oxytocin response is actually enhanced and it actually has a calming effect to counter that initial stress response. It's exactly why we then feel better when we have that catch up with our friends, when we do have those debriefs, because it physiologically calms and counters that stress response. What I thought was particularly interesting in the study is that despite men also producing oxytocin, they do not experience this calming effect, and that's because they also produce high levels of testosterone whilst under stress, and that the testosterone counters the oxytocin. Whereas estrogen in women will enhance the effect of oxytocin. It really goes to show how differently men and women physiologically handle stress. We are social creatures, we handle stress in a social way. So, cultivate your female friendships, go on those cute dates, have your debriefs because it's really going. have a huge impact on your health
0: i was going through the comments and someone said so what i'm hearing is gossiping with my girls is a medical necessity and before you come at me saying gossiping is bad i know i know it's bad okay but It can be medically necessary and an evolutionary mechanism for survival. Some researchers argue that gossip helped our ancestors survive. Gossip can be compared to the grooming behavior primates engage into bond. Evolutionary psychologist Robin Dunbar argues that gossiping gives humans the ability to spread valuable information to very large social networks. In a sense, gossip plays different roles in the maintenance of socially functional groups. Researchers in Toronto also found that the act of gossiping helps calm the body by slowing down the heart rate of active Gossip participants, aka the people doing the gossiping themselves. This finding is echoed in the video I showed you about how women live longer when they have female friends. Because apparently, gossip is good for our health. Well, Production information based gossip that is. If that can even be called gossip, then it's just information sharing, like discrete information sharing. Going back to the part where it was an evolutionary mechanism for survival, it reminded me of that scene in Bridgerton where Daphne was really heavily pursued by this guy. And to prevent ruining her family's reputation, she has to like get engaged to this guy. But then through gossip, it came out that this man has an illegitimate child and is now ineligible to get married to daphne and that's just the power of gossip and i think gossip has been villainized as well because it is a female mode of protection like we protect each other with information if our friend is going on dates with this guy we want to find out who he is like we want to keep our friends safe so we go on like fbi mode and find everything about this guy because it's a way for us to protect our fellow females and i really think it is a survival mechanism if it is productive and informational. So there's a difference between just plain old gossip and dis, which is discrete information sharing. Especially in a world where women are the more physically vulnerable sex and biologically vulnerable sex like we cannot engage in hand to hand combat with men. Like Let's be for real. So we have developed these discrete mechanisms to protect ourselves. And I think gossip is one of those mechanisms. Bottom line is, information is power. And we women have wielded this power of gossip, of discrete information sharing, to protect ourselves in systems where we did not hold the keys to power. In a sense, gossip for us was and is necessary. But gossip can also be used against us. And women have definitely used gossip against each other especially when in competition for scarce resources. And sometimes the scarce resources are tied to men. So we have seen a lot of situations on TV, on the media and in real life where women have engaged in reputation destruction of other women to compete for men. They really do be treating men as the prize. A prime example of this is Anne Boleyn's head's untimely separation from her body. The gossip of the time was that she was having all these affairs with the men of the court and her brother. And so Henry VIII had her out of the way so to speak but he probably could have used some other excuse but you know that was the gossip, that was the tea of the day and it led to her untimely bodily separation. So. Gossip can be a double-edged sword. It can be used for productive information sharing, but it can also be used for reputation destruction to hurt women, especially in systems where women didn't have much except for their reputation, in systems where a woman's reputation is her keys to some semblance of power. And if you're a spoiled girly, like I said, a lot of us spoiled girlies, we are objects of jealousy just because we unapologetically embody our light. A lot of us have experienced negative gossip directed towards Us at some point in our lives, and this is what I have to tell you, bestie stop giving them energy. And a lot of the time, this gossip comes back to us through the woodwork. You know, we have maybe our closer friends tell us, Oh, this person's spreading gossip about you. This is what you're gonna do you are going to block your gossiper virtually and in real life, block them. So the moment you find this out, you are not going to reach out to the person and defend yourself and ask for forgiveness for something you didn't do. This unproductive gossip reputation destruction behavior it's not gonna fly, it doesn't exist in your world, okay? They're just a hater. Because when you think about it, a lot of these people who gossip negatively about you, no one listens to them, no one pays attention to them if you're not on their mouth. So they're just using you for clout. So block them, block them in real life, block them virtually, like they get zero information about you. And this also boils down to a private life is a better life. There's absolutely zero reason why you're going to allow these people back into your life stop giving them energy bestie i know you're giving them energy You're talking to them, you're defending yourself, you're texting them, this is how you did me wrong. Bestie, they know how they did you wrong, okay? And they will keep doing you wrong as long as you let them. And here's a step that a lot of people miss whenever they deal with gossipers, reputation destroyers. You forget to tell the people around you that this person is now blocked by you. In real life so you need to tell the people who also share relationships with this person you need to tell them that listen this person doesn't exist in my life anymore I want nothing to do with them I don't want to hear about their life I don't want to hear about what they're doing even if it's good or bad it's just not healthy it doesn't matter like you don't even care anymore what happens to them they could like evaporate and you wouldn't care so you just wouldn't care and by doing so you are icing them out it is like the ultimate timeout because they don't get the satisfaction of a reaction from you because a lot of people, when they see that you're embodying your light, your joy, your happiness, they get satisfaction from seeing you in distress. How dare she be happy and I'm not, so I'm gonna make her unhappy, I'm gonna do something to her to make her unhappy, and that's what it is. That's why a lot of these people, when they see that you're a happy person not a fake happy person and you're, you don't have to be smiling all the time, but they can tell you know, like the peaceful vibes they emanate, they radiate, so people can sense that. And if they're not embodying that same energy, they just want to like pick at you so that you can stoop down to their level, but sorry, we have engaged in a lot of healing processes, hours and hours of therapy, all this work on yourself and these people who didn't even so much as write a page on a journal, they're the ones who want to ruin that process for you, but we're better than that, okay? You're going to block them virtually and in real life and you are going to create a bubble of separation between you and them. And sometimes if the people around you with whom you have common relationships with, they don't honor your privacy, they don't honor your boundary, you got to cut them off too okay? so a lot of this has to do with being an abundance mindset and thinking that there's a lot of friends out there for me. so what is it if i lose this one friendship or two or three? like a lot of people want to be my friend. that's the vibe and that could be the truth especially if you're living in your light and a servant to others. you will never run out of friends. here's something that was very healing for me to recognize and is actually helping me like get into the psyche of people. whatever they are gossiping about you, that is one of their main insecurities, if not their biggest insecurity. We're not that special to be the only object of envy for them. The people that they gossip about, they are just mirrors to the things that they hate about themselves. So for example, if someone is gossiping about you and saying that, oh, so-and-so is a gold digger, that just means that they are insecure about you being a gold digger because it exposes maybe the lack of provision that they are getting from the men they date, or their inability to be vulnerable enough to depend on someone or even be Able to depend on someone like dating provider men it's about being able to depend on them and if you want to you can depend on them like you're supposed to be able to depend on them why are you dating when you can't depend on and then you complain that they're not dependable okay so like make it make sense like the sense is not sensing here a lot of these women who think that gold digger is an insult to women who desire protection and provision the pick they are insecure about never being picked because they never realize that they should not be picked they should be doing the picking and that's one thing that never clicks for them okay make it click if someone is gossiping about your looks whatever it is that is also their biggest insecurity and a lot of women get so confused especially when the pretty girls are the ones doing the gossiping about other people's looks you would be surprised how a lot of outwardly pretty people who are ugly on the inside, they're also very insecure about their looks, no matter how pretty they are, because they have this disconnect between what they see in the mirror and what they perceive in their minds. So in their minds, they think they're ugly. So they gossip about other people's looks even when they themselves are pretty outwardly. But it's because they're ugly inside, like it's gonna come out somehow. And then there's this saying that says, no one who's doing better than you will criticize you or something like that, or like will gossip about you or be a hater. But that's not necessarily true because there's this thing called resource guarding and gatekeeping, where women who have done better than you, quote unquote, they want to gatekeep it because maybe they want to reserve resources for their people, their tribe. And not you a newcomer or they just want to hate that's why women who win whatever game they're playing they tend to be the biggest haters anyway no matter what they look like they can be drop-dead gorgeous on the outside they can be successful on the outside they can be living their best spoiled girly lives on the outside but inside if they still have that darkness they will be haters and that just shows you the power of mindset because even the people who are supposed to be okay they're not okay if someone is rumors about you in a friend group. I know it's hard to think of it this way, but be flattered. Obviously it's annoying and hurtful, but this is a form of reputation destruction. It's because you are worth having your reputation destroyed. Because you are garnering way too much respect, way too much admiration in your peer group. So people with no primary draw, people with no primary value add other than they're not you, They engage in this form of negative gossiping to get people to like them. They only get attention when they're talking about you and that's pretty sad. If you're dealing with that type of energy, just ice them out. Like I said, just block them virtually and in real life. Live life like they did not exist. Like who are we even talking about? Okay, we're moved on. We're past that. So I need you to be in an abundance mindset and believing that there are good girlfriends waiting out there for you to show up in their lives as well. It just helps to walk away from these unproductive relationships with people who are just haters, people who will just pick at your energy, people who will just drag you into the darkness. When you are a ray of sunshine, when you are a blinding light, people either get inspired by it and wanna be drawn to it, or they get exposed by it and flee away. And a lot of the time, when people feel emotions in themselves, they wanna project it to other people so that other people can share, partake in their emotions. That's just not the type of people you wanna be around. So being in this abundance mindset and knowing that there's friends out there for me, why am I settling for these people? I love myself better than that. To be allowing these people who dislike me and farm me for negativity, It's just not a vibe. I know it's hard, it's hard to make spoiled girly girlfriends in real life, but trust me, it's worth it. One thing I can tell you is that it does get easier over time. And the biggest thing you need to overcome is the shyness, the hesitation, the cringe factor, the reticence to embody your light because a lot of us have been socially conditioned to step away from our light and just shield ourselves with other people's darkness when all this time you are a blinding white ray of light and you need to keep this in mind if you have to keep yourself small to accommodate other people you're in a room that is way too small for you that's all I have for you today I just wanted to let you know that female friendships can be difficult to cultivate but when you do get to do that it is so worth it also Don't let these reputation destroyers gossipers get in the way of you embodying your light. Now get that bag, bestie.